0: in the way we run a business, in our everyday lives, we are creative all the time. Let's talk about how we are creative and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally, right now on the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Today I have with me Nazreen Veriyawa. Everyone is born with a best-selling story within. Nazreen was born with the ability to convey stories that change lives, inspire massive action, and leave legacies. Author, coach, ghostwriter, and editor, Nazreen is the force behind many books, helping authors to achieve their dream of publishing. The founder of Nazreenology, pro-authoring, she is also a nominee of Literary Awards, a popular choice for presentations, summits, and conferences, and is rapidly becoming a force to reckon with in the industry. So welcome, Nazarene. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to have you. And um, you were a guest on our summit, and so uh, I'm excited to share more about you. For the podcast as well. So that, that's really exciting. So can you share for our listeners some of your story and the path that's brought you here?
1: Yeah, I like to call it a happy accident. Um, the aptitude for, uh, you know, writing has always been there. Um, but I never really pursued it until I accepted a challenge to write a book uh, in a month uh, when I was on a leadership program. And while doing it it resonated with me so profoundly and the happy accident came about when people started asking me to edit and go for them and that is when I realized that this is what I wanted to do um, you know all the time because it's a passion something I'm good at um, it's something that gives me great pleasure And I'm happy to say that after exploring so many years in education, I finally now brought myself to a stage where uh, I get up every morning excited with the possibilities that come with meeting new people, um, being exposed to their stories, having uh, the blessing of working with such stories and having the blessing of working uh, to help others Uh, publish their stories. So it's a wonderful place to be uh, at the moment. Mm
0: -hmm. I love that. I love that. So what does healing with creativity mean to you?
1: Healing with creativity means whatever, doing whatever you are good at, uh, or whatever makes you feel good to feel better. Um, that would include using anything outside of medical help uh, to calm you down, maybe to raise your spirits, uh, maybe to help make difficult situations easier for you, make you, uh, uh, you know, enable you to make uh, difficult decisions. So, uh, for example, if baking cakes, is your thing, or icing cakes is your thing, or arranging flowers is your thing because it calms you down, helps you to make difficult decisions, uh, then those are creative things that help you heal. And that's a good thing to be able to have with you. Um, And I think that it's wonderful if people explore that in their lives.
0: Yeah, and as someone who myself works with healing with creativity, I, I think it's, you know, creativity is in everything we do, but when we're intentional, that that healing is a part of it, right? And so absolutely. Yeah.
1: I think when you go through difficult times is also a natural uh, pull to, um, to turn towards whatever it is you're good at. And when that pull calls you, you should answer that because, um, it, you know, if you try to do anything else, you would just upset yourself further. You would just become more anxious. So when the pull is there and when there is the calling to turn to that something that is creative, it's imperative that everybody turns to it. Um, You know, you want to be somewhere in a good space, Uh, making yourself feel better rather than in a hospital trying to see a doctor. That is in its place, of course, when it's needed, but you can't see a doctor every day. You don't want to see a doctor every week. You don't want to be at the doctor's every month and you don't necessarily want to be in a psychiatrist's couch (laughs) every other month. Exactly,
0: (laughs) exactly. So what would you say inspires you in the work you do? It has to be that
1: I help others. I work with a lot of creative non-fiction and I work with a lot of authors who want to tell their stories and want to share with others um, how they overcame it with the purpose of helping them if they are in a similar or the same situation. So it's You know, I'm helping them tell their story and through their stories, we are helping a multitude of other people overcome uh, whatever their challenges are. And that is what drives me and what inspires me. Uh, It is also, it can also be extremely draining uh, if you are not psychologically uh, strong enough to handle it. However, what often helps me is getting up every day also and reading a bit of what I have written because I believe that every author should be their own biggest fan. Actually, whatever you do, you should be your own biggest fan and you should be driven by your own work more than anything else. So every morning I get up and when I get to my office space, the first thing I do is open up anything I have written, uh, any page, Read a bit of what I've written. Uh, it reminds me that there is purpose. It reminds me that I am good at it. It drives me to perform better, to do better, and to deliver better for all the authors
0: that I work with. I love that. I love that. I think that's. I think that's great. If if we can use our own work to inspire us, our own yeah. writings, our uh, own. Uh huh. But and I there's think so many
1: I'm, other things you could do. You know, just a walk on a trail, uh, which I consider to be good enough as as good enough as travel. Just uh, cooking up something that you haven't tried before. Um, coloring uh, also inspires me a hell of a lot, um, and then transfer transcribing that coloring into a story or a, or or a journal uh, gets me going as well. So there are any number of things. Every person knows what their zone is, and every person should just go to their zone to heal.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. So, one of the things that comes up a lot for creatives and healers is the monetizing, right? Mm -hmm. So, charging for our creativity or our healing. What are Mm -hmm. your thoughts on that? You'd
1: pay to see a psychiatrist, wouldn't you? Mm hmm you'd pay to have medication from the pharmacy, wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you then pay for a journal with somebody's um, thoughts and creativity that helps you? If if there is a 365 day journal with a motivational thought uh, that gets you going for the day, that lifts your spirits for the day, uh, that helps you calm down in a difficult situation, why would you not invest in it you should invest in it Uh, these journals or these works of art that people spend hours in um, although it is their form of healing it is also their share they are sharing with you Mm -hmm. you know why should they not be paid for it Um, So I am extremely for it. In fact, I have recently gone into uh, journal creating and uh, I am using my professional quotes and my healing and motivational quotes and I am putting them into journals and I am putting them out on the market because I believe that When a person has the ability to motivate others and to inspire others, they should use a multitude of platforms to do that. You don't only have to get onto a stage to do it. You don't only have to write a whole book to do it. You can do it simply with a sentence or a word or a phrase every day, if you like, and help somebody along.
0: Why not? (laughs) I love that. So what would you say is the creative modality that you use the most for yourself?
1: I use a combination of journal writing and art. Um, I like to use uh, coloring books when I feel extremely anxious, when I feel extremely tired and I don't want to be in front of the computer. I have days on which I detox from technical stuff in my life. There are days when I don't want to look at a computer screen. I don't want to uh, scroll Facebook. I don't want to use Instagram. I don't want to be taking pictures of what I'm doing. And I don't want to inspire anybody else but myself. I just want to be with the things that make me happy. So I get into my zone. And I use coloring books to color. I'm extremely fond of the mandala coloring books that you get. I use those. But then I also like to take the pictures that I've uh, colored in. And I like to put them into the journals that I'm using to journal. Whether they are my notebooks or my diaries or the journals that I use uh, to, to write my thoughts in. I like to use color Because color just raises my spirits. So immediately when I look at my pages, I'm extremely, um, I feel a little lighter, a little happier. And once I've written and resolved what's bothering me through my writing, um, you know, um, I'm able to become productive and a little bit more noble after that. Mm -hmm. So that's primarily what I use. And I think of a journal as a friend, actually. Um, A journal is actually better than a friend, as far as I'm concerned, because when you think about it, uh, the journal takes all your thoughts and never complains. The journal never second guesses uh, what you have to say. Uh, It never stops you and says, but did you think about this? Or, but don't you think you are overreacting? Or, hold on now, your feelings are a little bit unwarranted. It wasn't really that way. A journal never complains about being tired of listening to you and it never has a problem with um, you scribbling all over it or it imbibing all of your negativity. So a journal is a person's best friend, I think. And uh,
0: sometimes she even accepts your bad language. (laughs) It's so true. I'm a huge proponent of journaling and I think it's so important. And and I but love most that. Most importantly, way. a journal
1: will never tell on you.
0: That's right. <laughs> a journal will never tell your secrets. I mean,
1: except if someone uh, discovers your journal and is rude enough to go through it. But the journal itself will never let you down. You never have to worry about it.
0: That's so true. So true. So, what would you say you are the proudest of in your life?
1: I'm not generally a person of pride. Mm -hmm. Okay, there are things I take pride in, like my work, and my, uh, the authors that I help. Um, I think I'm just proud of the way I've handled life. Mm -hmm. I'm proud of what I've come through, and where I am now. More than proud, I'm just grateful for it. I'm grateful for the experiences. I'm grateful for the decisions I've made. And I'm grateful for everybody that has had the backbone to stand behind my decisions and see me through it. Um, and I'll continue. And I'll continue to be proud and grateful for them uh, as they come into my life and as they leave leave my life also.
0: I like that. That's the, yeah. I love that. So. If you could change one aspect of our society through the work you do, what would that be?
1: Right about now, I really, really want to wave a magic pen and wish away false news, Mm -hmm. fake news. Um, I'd go as far as to say, I would put a halt on social media. I use social media widely for business purposes, but I would wipe away the other um, results of having it around, the other negative results like terrorism, um, recruiting terrorists, uh, fake news in terms of politics that is creating havoc around the world. Um, And I'm being vocal about it in my writing as well, um, through uh, the last year, for example, I was on the um, um, the Golden Truths Award uh, category. I, I I I had a story that was shortlisted for um, the Golden Truth Awards, and it focuses specifically on eliminating uh, fake news and being responsible as authors uh, in the way we deliver the content that we deliver. And I'm right now I really, really just want magically for that problem to disappear because I believe
0: that world peace rests on it heavily. So true. So true. I've had that discussion with so many people about how the polarity of of politics and and science and and whatever else, right? Has sort of taken over the world and social media just feeds into that and I use social media as well um, and I, I do enjoy it for keeping up with people Absolutely. but there are some negative um, issues with it for sure. And, and I think in what short
1: nice. what I'm trying to say is social media by definition is social. Why not let it just be social?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I like that. So I haven't met a woman yet who hasn't struggled with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Have you struggled with that? And if so, how have you worked through that? Yes. Um, I
1: will tell you that um, I used to suffer from it uh, extremely uh, gravely when I first started authoring, even when I was teaching, you know, there's always um, the inner voice that's second guessing the decisions you make or second guessing your abilities, your aptitudes. And there is always the thought as the author that my work is not good enough. It's never going to stand up to Um, the other professionals out there Uh, but I just have to keep reminding myself and I think every author has to keep reminding themselves that there is an audience for every type of book out there Mm -hmm. there are authors who will write a similar message as yours or a similar book as yours but then there is also an audience who wants to hear it specifically from you and those are the people you need to be writing for and that's what drives me but then when i tell you that i read what i have written every morning that is also my medicine for imposter syndrome because what i have read because what i have written is what drives me and motivates me every day to pick up the pen and do it all over again mm mm-hmm. It's, it's validation for me that, yes, there is the ability. Yes, I am on the right path. And yes, I should
0: continue with what I am doing. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. And do you, by chance, have an inspirational quote that you live by or a motto? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I wrote...
1: Uh, Ignite the champion within and inspire others to begin some years ago. Uh, Specifically on self-care, I said that, um, and and I'll quote myself, uh, self-care isn't selfish. Self-care is a sign that you respect yourself enough to replenish well before you actually give your best off to others. So pray, do your exercises, Eat nourishing foods, laugh with your friends, travel to have experiences, develop your mind and your abilities, buy that expensive shoe that you like, do your beauty routine, cry into the best of tissues and give yourself the best that you can. You deserve to have best in order to
0: give the best. I like that. And I like, I think as women, we don't do this enough that you quoted yourself because we have important things to say and we don't need to always be quoting other people. I, I, so I love that, the confidence of that. And I, I wish more women could feel into that. So I think
1: women undervalue their thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
1: just uh, sometimes, We're just so busy being angry that we don't see how valuable our thoughts really are. Or we're so busy being caught up and being busy that we never stop to think, hey, I've just had a quotable quote moment. Mm -hmm. And we should do that. We should pride ourselves on that.
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. And so is there anything else you'd like to add that we maybe haven't discussed today that we, you know, you think our listeners need to know? Guys,
1: um, we are all too busy thinking that this life is too difficult to live. But when you sit and think about it, it's the way you live life that makes it difficult. Nothing has changed except what you have allowed or disallowed into your life. You are in com- complete control of continuing with it or discontinuing it. Either way, you have choices to make. Make them and make them for the betterment of yourself. That's all it takes.
0: I like that. I like that. And our mindset is such a big part of how we live our life. So I think that's so important to say that. Absolutely. Yes. And I see here you have a free gift for our listeners, the Rekindle Your Writing Spirit, 100 Writing Prompts for Writer's Block. So Mm -hmm. we'll make sure we have the link up for that. And I just want to thank you so much for being here.
1: Um, I want to encourage everybody to get onto the website and get that book. But not only that book. I've provided quite a few books that are free, that listeners are free to go in and download. It's just value add. It's just my way of helping not only authors, but everybody who may need it. So please take advantage of it and keep smiling, shining and writing.
0: I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. To our listeners, see you again next week. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. Are you a daily journaler? Do you want more creativity in your day? We have two great creativity journals to start your day with. One for people who already have a journaling practice, and one for people who are new to journaling. Both are an amazing way to start your day. Both make the perfect gift for a person in your life. Check out Have an Amazingly Creative Day and How Do I Have an Amazingly Creative Day. Both currently available on Amazon. Click the link below to purchase yours now.